Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. We have a great show in store for you today, and we are going to be talking all about mobile apps. But first, I want to remind you to subscribe to our 365 e-newsletter, and this can help you really stay up to date on the technologies and trends really impacting all of us in construction. And you can actually do that by visiting conexpoconag.com slash subscribe. And there's a lot of great construction technology information up there. So I encourage you really to do that. So on today's show, we're going to be talking all about mobile apps on the construction job site. And there's a big change occurring, I think, today with all the way that construction workers interact with data and is changing the dynamic of how work is done in the field. Many contractors are already aware of this, but not necessarily know where to start. And we hope to address a lot of that on today's podcast. But as always, I have a great guest that is going to join me for the discussion. Our guest today has 20 years of experience in the excavation trade. He really sees the problems that come from bad job site data. And this is motivated to create a mobile technology solution. Please welcome Isaac Barlow, founder and CEO of Busy Busy. Isaac, welcome to the show. Thanks, Peggy. So, Isaac, I'm really excited to to actually talk to you because we haven't had you on the show before, and we really haven't talked about Busy Busy. And I'm really excited about understanding how you came up, one, with the name, but two, just the concept of what you're really doing with this solution for the industry for construction, because it's so much in need today. Well, the the concept, I guess, was was come up out of need. So it was just, you know, of course, like you had said on your intro, managing excavation companies is what I was doing and trying to get the mobile data that we need to better evaluate and manage our businesses is what really drove the idea of Busy Busy. The name, the name actually started out as Busy Contractor, but when I started meeting with branding folks to try to help brand the company, they said, well, Busy Busy's way better and easier brand to remember than Busy Contractor because my, my initial thought was just, hey, we're we're extremely busy contractors, and one of our big challenges is we're always overwhelmed and we just need systems, systems and processes that give us the data that we need. And that's really true. If you think about contractors today, they really are busy. In fact, if you think about what's happening in the mobile services category, it's actually the largest category according to IDC. In fact, worldwide spending, and you probably know this way better than I, mobile solutions is forecasted to reach, I think, something like $1.72 trillion by 2021. I mean, is that number, you know, do you think that number's true? Is that really what's going to happen? I think so, and it, it's incredible. It, it is incredible. Contractors are busier today than ever. And, and why is that? I mean, is it just because we see this surge in construction occurring? Is it just because they're trying to figure out how to keep pace? What is really the cause of the busyness, so so to speak? I guess if you if you want my true opinion on it, it's a perfect storm. So not only is demand up, but supply of contractors is down, and this happened. You know, this happened in a couple parts because of the, the Great Recession in 2008. We, we had a great carnage and lost half of our workers and half of our companies. And then we, we still are working to create a better pipeline of refilling those workers. So right now you've got a, a really serious demand for construction. 
and you've got supply probably at its lowest ratio that it's ever been. And because of that, because if you talk about this perfect storm, supply down, and you talk about the need of workers, and we know there's such a work shortage, we talk about this, we don't see a solution right away. We don't see this worker pipeline being filled anytime soon. So the need for this type of technology is is imperative, right? I mean, something has to help them and give them the data to be able to react to the needs of the marketplace faster, quicker, easier, more efficiency, improving productivity. I mean, I'm throwing out all these things to you, but I think that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, we absolutely are. Um, that is one way to address the shortage is if you can, if you can bring in technology and the, the best way to look at technology is it's just systems. You bring a system into place and yes, it makes the worker's job a lot easier and maybe makes them be able to perform at a much more efficient level. So, for example, you know, maybe one worker can do the work today, you know, with the technology advances we've got as two workers could have done 10 years ago. And that and, and working to build up our pipeline to me is the two solutions to the labor shortage problem is technology efficiency and working to build the pipeline of the labor. Well, let's talk about that because right now, if we look at global sales of of just smartphones, I mean, to end users, I think we totaled 383 million units in the third quarter of this year, of 2017. And that's a 3% increase over the same period the previous year. So Samsung itself, now you look at Samsung and Apple, and I think they're recording like double digit increases. And if you're saying that that's almost 19%, third quarter of 2017, Apple's recording sales grew a 5.7% year over year. So all these companies are expecting sales. I mean, like Apple, I think they're saying it expects its smartphone sales to be 1.57 billion units by 2017. This is showing you the market is ripe for the best mobility solutions on these smartphones. So we're talking about devices with the right solutions on those. So do you think construction, we used to have push to talk and that provided some value in the field. I'm not sure how many people are going to say they understand push to talk, right? If you've been in the field, you get that. But now we're talking smartphones. So mobility solutions can really play a role in the market if you're looking at those numbers that the market is showing for global sales, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The mobility solutions um, for the construction industry as far as what we need to better manage and run our businesses is incredible. I mean, I, I've, I've said often that the construction industry should have celebrated all across the globe when Steve Jobs first introduced the, the iPhone. The, it's, it's the key component we've always been missing is, is, a, is a way to collect our data, you know, on a mobile level so that we can get it in real time. And these mobile solutions, you know, some, sometimes some companies are a little afraid to embrace them. But the reality is they can do so much for us. And, and just like you're talking about with the numbers of smartphone adoption increasing, we've, we've watched that over the last five years, you know, in the construction industry especially. It used to be that, that um, employers were saying, hey, it's really hard because all my employees don't have smartphones. Today, they almost all have smartphones. Now, now the key is to incentivize them not only to use the smartphones to benefit the business, but also to use them in a proper and safe way. So how are construction companies, or how are, I should say, smartphones changing the construction industry? You've talked about these five years now. Are we seeing it dramatically being used? Are, are we adopting it in ways everybody has it? But are they leveraging it to the best of their abilities, or just everybody has it because they use it in their consumer lives, their children play games on it, they, their wives call them, their, their husbands call them, everybody's using it to communicate 
but are they using it to get the information to make real-time decisions with it? Um, I guess the best way to answer that would be yes, with this caveat, but the more progressive companies are, they're, they're using it. And, and, of course, anyone can be a progressive company, any size company. But, um, you know, people are using smartphones not only to collect data from the field, similar to what Busy Busy does, but also to access data. So, in other words, to access plans and so forth. I mean, I remember the days where we're, we're carrying muddy and, and tattered plans through the job site to try to look at something that we need. Today, that's all accessed through our smartphone at the tip of our fingers. You know, if we want details on a spec or information on a plan or a change order or anything, it's just all right there for our access. And so it, it, it's substantially increases efficiency, as you pointed out before. So then, is there a right or wrong way to adopt the right apps in mobile technology for the construction job site? Because if I look, and you went up to the Apple store, and you looked, or or Samsung, you you any of these smartphones that are out there, and they're, they're stores of information, and you said, what's the right app for me? That's the right app to use in construction, just like you said, to get information, to make project management decisions, to, to look at the kind of data that you want, because there's so much information. But yet, when we're at the job site, we want information because job sites are busy things, you know, and excavation, things are moving around. And if you're distracted by your phone, you're talking about a hazard, right? You're talking about something tragic can happen. So how do you know when to get the right app to make the right decisions that's not now going to cause a distraction that can lead to something more serious? It, it's a great point, and you're exactly right. I think, you know, my, my recommendation would be the first thing the companies have to start out with is their culture. They have to establish what kind of company they are and what kind of culture they want to have. Um, for example, I would I would look at smartphones as an inevitable thing. Your your people are going to have those whether you want to or not. You know, some companies can put strict policies against it for hazard's sake, which I totally understand. But the the path I'd recommend is that companies start adopting policies of here's the proper use of smartphones. And and of course, you know, when you're in a situation where you know, you're operating a piece of machinery, you're in a dangerous situation, whatever the case is, you're not you're not to pull your smartphone out of your pocket and look at it. That is not you know, that's not a, a good time to do it. It's it's kind of like distracted driving, right? There's just ways to use your phone and ways not to use your phone when you're in those kind of conditions. So I'd recommend a company starts out by establishing saying, Hey, we are a culture of innovation and we're going to adopt these technologies to, to suit us and to help us. But here's the way we're going to do it, and here's the safety policies behind it. And as far as which apps to adopt, the key really is to identify what are the systems and processes in your company that you're doing that you have to do every day, and which applications really support those and strengthen those or make those more efficient. Now, when we were talking about the concept of Busy Busy, you talked about that you're helping manage excavation. Talk to us about that because that's really important, and I know we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but you also have a partnership with Caterpillar and I know others. But let's talk about who actually uses Busy Busy today and the importance of that because that's what you're saying. Having the right policies in place I think is always important, and we talk about companies understanding and not only having those policies in place, but managing those policies is very critical because I know some companies forget that. They have the policies, but they don't do enough refresher courses on those policies because you're constantly hiring people, getting new people in place, and you always have to remind people what are those policies. So let's talk about who uses Busy Busy today and, and why they use it. It's a great point you bring up, and the primary users of Busy Busy today is the construction industry and other more and other industries that are mobile-centric, you know, for instance, uh, flood and restoration, catering. 
any of those kind of uh, industries where they've got mobile workforce, we track a mobile workforce. Now, our our innovation is targeted specifically towards construction, and with the partnership that we made with Caterpillar, even more focused on the excavation or heavy equipment owners. But the app still works for the mobile force, mobile workforces in general. And when you look at that mobile workforce, because that's something that's very critical, people that are constantly on the move and understanding there's a lot going on. Talk about specifically now that partnership with Caterpillar, because I think that's a powerful one. Cat really does a lot, and you guys are doing a lot with them. Why is finding the right partners in construction today so critical to the success and understanding what has to happen Again, like I talked about, on that busy, very active job site and being aware so that we reduce those fatalities, those injuries that make it important to get the right information to make the best decisions when you're doing things. Yeah, absolutely. Let me, um, I guess let me address the Caterpillar Partnership first. The, the great thing about the Caterpillar Partnership was that Busy Busy and Cap pretty much aligned on our visions, and, and that is... We are both after the success of the customer, and, and as you point out, you know, success includes a lot of things, including safety, the safety of your people and, your, and the culture of your people. But Caterpillar genuinely wants the success of their customers. They want to support them and strengthen them so that when, when a customer is working with Caterpillar, they know that Caterpillar has their best interest at heart. And so the partnership with Busy Busy and Caterpillar combining up was really all about collecting that that variable data that's really hard to get in the field. And, and the variable data I mean is it's the time data. It's how long and what resources does this take me to accomplish something. So, for example, if I'm installing a sewer line, it's pretty easy for me to calculate my materials and evaluate later whether I did the calculation right. But the thing that's difficult is to is to comprehend and understand and track how much time did this take my crew, what machines did it take them, and how long did it take those machines to do this work, and what were the costs involved there. So really evaluating those variable costs. And so the partnership with Busy Busy and Caterpillar take the labor technology we're tracking and they combine it with the telematics technology of Caterpillar and really bring that data back to the customer. And when we talk about this machine data, because we're talking about telematics today, it's become so vital in actually bringing down the, the cost that you're talking about, but actually improving productivity and actually reducing waste, right? I mean, and, and companies right. are becoming more profitable. Is that what we're seeing when you have the best information? Because a lot of companies don't realize what they don't know when you're talking about a job site, right? That's right. We we have companies, you know, that are heavy users of, of both us and, and Caterpillar's telematics data, and, and they have as much as two times production rate increases on their job sites because they're just comprehending better and better how to use that data to make their job site more efficient. And, and you're exactly right. A lot of companies don't know what they don't know. The companies that are following the best practices typically are heavy adopters of mobile technologies and heavy adopters of telematics. You know, not only do they adopt, you know, the, the telematics from Caterpillar straight from manufacturer, but they'll even upgrade their machines and their fleet that are either older uh, with aftermarket solutions and, and connect those all into to Caterpillar as an example as well. So we take this information that you have from your mobile app, you've got partners like Caterpillar and things like this. How do you take that information that you're gathering at the job site and extrapolate all this information to give real-time information that's valuable? I mean, how are we getting this information? Because, you know, one of the real keys that everybody's always concerned about is interoperability, right? We have all this information, and we're not able to access it to the right resources, the right things inside the office that we have. How does that work with the things that you're doing with Busy Busy? 
It's, it's a great point and it's always a great challenge. In, in today's world, we have so much data coming at us that being able to parse that and, and break it down into information that we can actually use is, is a challenge. And it's a challenge, a busy, busy we work on every day. But the general thing that we focus on for the customers is basically what we, we, we call the construction triangle. And that is where they, they estimate their projects. You know, everyone goes out and they bid or they estimate the project. Then they go and execute the project or perform the project on site. And then the third step that we advocate is that they evaluate the project and say, okay, did this, after we performed this job, did it work out the way that we thought it would? And those three steps don't have to be done at the end of a project. They can be done every single day. They can be done on a, on a continual basis. And so the way that, besides just replacing their, their payroll tracking process, which Busy Busy does, we track all their time and information and, and transfer that to their payroll company. But it also, the, the thing that I'm, I guess, most excited about is we, we track the job site intelligence. We, we track and let them know, okay, these jobs you're winning on, these jobs you're losing on, and even in, in the midst of a job or in real time, your, this job is going off course because just like navigating a ship or an airplane, if you're off by, you know, one degree in the beginning, it's, you're gonna end at a very different place. And so these projects identifying and knowing in real time when they're off course, why that is and doing something about it is key. And you talk about that with margins being thin, jobs being very fast-paced today, and having to try to get as many projects that you can and getting as productive because we see that sometimes we're off the mark when we complete our right. jobs. How are you, have you had some great successes that you say, look, because they're using our, our mobile app, we've really helped them understand payroll and time the information has helped them land better jobs or able to improve their efficiency in ways they're not seeing. Are you've got some success stories that you could share with us? Yeah, we do. We we have some great success stories. Probably one of my favorite quotes from one of our customers is he says, um, he he was able to grow confidently in his company, and this is a key because a lot of companies end up failing because of growth. They end up falling apart because of growth. He said he was able to grow confidently, so he grew profitably one year of 30%. And he said, busy, busy allowed me to do this because they identified the jobs that we, or the projects that we want and the jobs that we used to go after that we don't want. And this is the key is sometimes in a construction company, if you're doing a lot of work out there and like you say, you're busy, you're trying to do all the projects you can, but some projects or some components within your projects you're making money on, and other projects or components within your projects you're losing money on, if you decide to grow or, or get more aggressive about doing work out there and you grow in the wrong direction, that's what destroys a company. But if you can identify and understand where you're profitable at, what projects and what components of those projects you're profitable at, and focus on and target those areas for growth, that's when you can realize that great success. And it's funny you say that because it's not funny in the sense of really being funny, but some companies really think one project is profitable and they find out it's really not. And, right. and, and, and that's what you're talking about, right? Is, is really having data changes the game sometimes when they're seeing this information, right? Is that some of the things you're seeing with working with some of these companies? Absolutely. That, that's the whole key to what we're after is we need you know, we call it job site intelligence because we want to deliver to the customer the intelligence they need. So they say, you know what, when we perform this type of work, it costs us this much money. And, you know, certainly the data helps them optimize the performance. But in general, it costs them this much money. And so if they go out to bid against a competitor that's really bidding less than the job site, than the job site value really is, they need to just let it go. 
and go after a job site that they can actually recognize profitability on. And, and that's a common mistake that's made in the industry is to fill, is to look at the job for the, the high dollar value of it and say, we, we've got to have that job instead of really evaluating and say, does this job actually help us or hurt us? And giving them the confidence that they need to comprehend those projects and those negotiations is really one of the keys to, to our customer success. When you look at apps going forward, are there apps now that you've seen that come on the market and you just find that they're really not delivering? I mean, you hate to, to kind of talk negative about other apps, but over time, there's a lot of apps that come. They just don't do or they don't deliver what they say. But now there's apps that are really set to grow, that they're, they're really delivering on the promise. And where do you see now looking forward with your app? And there are others that really do a lot for the construction industry. Do you see this market continuing to grow and, and seeing the construction industry starting to settle in and saying, this is where we see the potential of really helping the industry improve productivity, improve efficiency, and really take it to that next level when we have this worker shortage. This is going to have to be something they really take a closer look at. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, it was one of our key strategic identifiers when we decided to go after and partner with Caterpillar is we said, okay, 20 years from now, Caterpillar is still going to be here and they're still going to be recognizing the needs of the industry and going strong. And we would like to be as well, and we will be with, you know, especially with that partnership. So I think the key to looking at some of these apps is saying, where are they connected? Are they going to be here in the future? Are they really looking at the trends in the industry and comprehending where it's going and adopting and evolving with it? That's one of the key items because to, to be a successful technology app, you not only have to comprehend the industry you're working with, like, like we talked about, and, you know, specifically I referenced Caterpillar, but also you have to comprehend Apple and Google and the different smart, and the different, the different technology platforms that you have to adopt and grow with so that, so that every, so that every innovation that comes out there you keep up with because as a, as a contractor, you don't want, you, you don't have time to focus on making sure that the companies you're working with stay on the cutting edge. You need to make sure that you're working with a company that has its own focus to keep itself on the cutting edge of, of technology. Well, Isaac, it has been great spending time with you today. I want to thank you for all the time you've been able to share with us. Oh, thank you, and it's been great on my side as well. All right. Listeners, we're out of time. I want to thank Isaac Barlow. He's the founder and CEO of Busy Busy, and you can learn more information by going to www busybusy.com. And as you can see, smartphones are actually changing the way we work and everything that's done at the job site. And today, construction companies actually need to identify how to tap into this amazing market. However, it can be challenging, as you discovered, to decide where to start and which apps to use. So hopefully, we've given you some insight to help you and your business in the year ahead. So we want to thank you for joining us in this great conversation today. But that's all the time we have for this show. So remember that ConExpo ConAg Radio is brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. And stay up to date on all these technologies and trends impacting the construction industry by subscribing to our 365E newsletter. And you can do that by visiting ConExpoConAg.com slash subscribe. So thank you for tuning in to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers.